Hi guys, thanks for tuning in. You're listening to Talking with Tom. Today we're talking about decorations, and we have Tom in the studio. How are you, Tom? I'm great. Happy holidays. Great. So given that it's the holiday season, why don't we talk about decorations? Uh, using Christmas as the example, tell us about some of the iconic uh, projects you may have been involved with uh, during your time in New York City. Sure. Um, some of the biggest, probably the biggest one, was the decorating of uh, Bloomingdale's building, um, the entire facade. Uh, and we did uh, garland from the top floor all the way down to about the second floor, all the way around the perimeter. I remember we custom um, dipped all the light bulbs to get the right shade of purple. The whole theme was uh, oh, green and purple, kind of a spin on the classic Christmas theme. Uh, and uh, the end result was a, a transformation of an entire building, which is always a lot of fun. Wow, that's impressive. But uh, what about uh, the windows, the classic, uh, famous window decorations for, for the holidays that last six weeks? Oh, yeah. I've had the good fortune of working on that as well, too. Um, we did uh, window installation. We installation was the 12 days of Christmas. Mm -hmm. And... Uh, Every day of Christmas was a different, um, appropriately inspired tree. Uh, so we were working with materials ranging from common of the evergreen to uncommon of like a gumdrop tree. Mm -hmm. uh, and then always the uh, background and, and floor and, and ceiling facades were all done to match. Great. Tell us about uh, wrapping a huge bow around Cartier building. Sure. Um, so, as in all of our concepts, um, when you're doing a large-scale decoration, you're always wanting to make sure that the decoration is um, in sync with the environment. And um, I think there are very few people that would argue that the Cartier building is probably not one of the most large and cherished jewelry boxes in the world. And um, what would a jewelry box be without a great big bow on it? So, um, hence the idea of wrapping the building um, from top to bottom in a giant bow. Uh, and the concept um, uh, was so well received that, um, you know, still to this day, I believe that that's the decoration they use, and many other um, other companies have followed in similar suit. You see them everywhere. Tell me now about candy canes. Sure. Um, I think what you're talking about is the decoration um, that I worked on for the 9 West 57th Street solo building, um, which is a very iconic building, um, <clears throat> very, very beautiful building, very contemporary, and um, uh, the late, great Robert Isabel, um, uh, who I got my start in event design with, um, was the person that came up with the inspiration. Uh, if you look at the building, it, it's almost a, a pyramid shape, and at the um, end of the pyramid, there is a giant marble lip on either side, and um, Robert thought, well, why not just hang a candy cane from that? And um, so off we went back to our, our shop and put our magic owls in place to start to build 30-foot candy canes um, out of steel, boxwood, and red velvet. Uh, and uh, months later, we came back with a um, completed uh, candy canes and a giant crane and hung them in place. Um, they are 
uh, all made with real boxwood. Nothing mm -hmm. is artificial on them, and they have grown to be a very iconic part of the New York holiday scene. Fantastic. Listen, tell us, do you want to talk a little bit about uh, doing something untraditional in a traditional season like this, like uh, Christmas trees? Sure. Um, so uh, I, I think what you're talking about um, uh, is forms a parallel to uh, a recent blog that I did, yeah. um, which uh, is, you know, that not all of us live um, in a northern climate, um, and uh, therefore going with that kind of Norman Rockwell theme um, can be kind of forced, um, certainly for us down here in Miami and many other people around the world. Um, that scene doesn't quite fit, but we all love to celebrate the holiday. So, um, you know, I uh, set out to take a conventional uh, shape, a Christmas tree, mm -hmm. and fill it with a, um, a, a foliage that's uh, indigenous to the area. And the end result is, is that we get that, that look and feel that we're going for as far as the holiday, but it's more befitting to the environment. And I really suggest for everybody um, in design to uh, think about things that way, is that you know, we all don't have to conform to the norm, mm -hmm. um, but we all want to be able to participate. And somewhere in between is a hybrid that is really indicative of who you are. And that individuality is, is what we all love in each other. I've seen it. It's a traditional shape. I think you all love it. Uh, I'd like to thank you all for listening and for uh, to get a really good visual and a step-by-step -step process on how to build your own tree. Uh, from Tom, please check out his blog. That's on Tom's blog at tomnoel.events or at noel.events. And please have a happy holiday season. You too, Tom. Thank you. Happy holidays, everyone.